One, two, three, four. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and ge- ge- gentlemen. That's right, the big dick is here. Get ready. All right, guys, welcome back to another Tasty Tuesday Talk. I'm Zebra, and today on the show, I welcome author Mario R. Coelho. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show, Z, and I'm just really glad to be here. Thank you for being on here, and uh, how's your day going so far before we start? It's doing pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the highlight of my day, (laughs) Uh, just doing this today. (laughs) You came out to Hollywood. Yeah, I came all the way out here from Long Beach. (laughs) LBC. How long have you been out there? Oh, since uh, 2005. All right. Yeah, so a long time. You're native, pretty much. Uh, Yeah, native of Huntington Beach, so that's just down the street. Oh, you're you're native Californian. Yeah. Awesome. And today, we're we're here to really talk about your book. Which is That's right. It's called Looking Glass Theory. Looking Glass Theory. Looking Glass Theory. Yeah. Okay, so this is yeah. the book right here. Yeah. I mean, me. I I know what I want to okay. have off limits. <laughs> All right. Pretty much. Yeah. And this title was inspired. Uh, it's inspired by Through the Looking Glass. Through the Looking by Glass. Lewis Carroll. Yes. Yeah. It's one of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. All of my work originates from uh, Lewis Carroll work. Awesome. From Alice in Wonderland. Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny because I do believe that that was the first book I ever read. Do you remember how old? I, I can't remember that, but I can remember not being able to read it because I hadn't learned to read yet. But I looked oh, okay. at the pictures and I was so fascinated. Uh-huh. Like, what is happening to this girl is going down a rabbit hole? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just looked so bizarre. Mm-hmm. And I think it really encouraged me to read. But um, that's the concept of someone going into another universe, you know, mm-hmm. uh, really stuck with me. And I've... Uh, created so much of my work in uh, both uh, writing and in film based on uh, based on Through the Looking Glass. And I, mean, I guess you were had to be under 10. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Probably five or even under five. Yeah. yeah. And then, because you do reference it in the book. It is. Yeah, that's, that's a whimsical part of it, mm-hmm. is I'm, that... Uh, it's not really a spoiler, so I... I no, I mean, I, I didn't yeah. think... That's why I said it. I mean, I, right. I don't think it is a spoiler, <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah, because in in this universe, uh, Lewis Carroll hasn't written Alice in Wonderland, but uh, he was a mathematician in real life, and he could have come up, his ideas could have uh, gone into his mathematics, he could have come up with multiple universe theory, and he would call it, he named it looking glass theory. Mm -hmm. So that still came out in in that world. Yeah, and so... But not not the books he wrote. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So since you're talking about worlds, the mm-hmm. book is about parallel universes. Right. Parallel universes or multiple universes. And there's a little bit of difference from between that, but you can, they're pretty exchangeable. So, so let's just give us a quick summary of Looking Glass Theory. Okay, sure. Um, it is uh, about a parallel world where uh, Columbus doesn't exist. That's really the, the meat of it is, um, well, no, he does, he does exist, but he never had his voyages, never became famous. And uh, instead of uh, Columbus, you know, the Vikings were in North America for for a while before they sailed back. But in this timeline, they stayed. They're known as the founding fathers of the New World. 
And so their, their culture becomes the dominant culture and they create, it just creates a whole different timeline, a whole different set of events that is set in motion from that. Is that like the uh, Skraling? The Skraling is the Nordic name for the natives. Yeah, so yeah, they wouldn't be called Indians because that's what yeah. Columbus came up with. Yeah, yeah. He thought he was in India. So yeah, this, this is actually is based on a short story I wrote a long time ago called Columbus Who. Okay. And yeah, and uh, I thought it would make a great uh, a great book. Uh, there could be a much more elaborate story involved there. So um, that that was the origin of it. Okay, so we don't we don't need to get too much far off topic, yeah, but sure. this Columbus Hoot Hoot Columbus Who Who as who? in like who oh, is Columbus Columbus Who, Columbus yeah, who. right? <laughs> uh, explain that a little bit if it derived from that. I was just. It was just a basic short story about this this parallel universe, the one that I, is described in yeah. in the book. Yeah, mm-hmm. about uh, how how that timeline changed. Um, yeah, there wasn't really much of a plot to it, so I wanted to introduce some real characters and like uh, something that would actually make it into a novel. Okay, and then so these parallel universes, it takes place in 1985. Right. Can you hear me? Yeah, there we yeah. go. <laughs> 1985. It takes place in the 80s, yeah. Yes. So do you mind? So basically, if you don't mind, there's this time and place where it takes where it's the Vikings rule, kind of. They did, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're they're gone like uh, yeah, a long actual, time ago. The they're part Vi- of history yeah, already. The yeah. Actual Vikings. Right, right. Yeah. But they're, they're ancestors. They're not the ancestors, they're, but yeah, they're, they're descendants. Descendants, yes. Uh, yeah. And... The other parallel universe is current day. Is current, yeah. And, and you go at the characters. Uh, at least one of them does uh, go into uh, into our world and, and gets to experience that and how different it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing I really wanted to bring out in this world is I wanted to develop it, what, in one ways, would be a better world than ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because ours has its share of problems. And a lot of the problems we see, I mean, this is where I get into the social issues about it, is is based on Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the whole era of colonialism, you know, structural racism, um, slave trade, that all came out of that. And this is a world where none of that happened. Mm-hmm. And it is a much better world. There hasn't been a war in 200 years, so they are not familiar with that kind of conflict at all. Um, it is kind of based on Scandinavian values. And there, um, I don't know if you've ever been to Scandinavia. It's, uh, in general, the people are, are healthier. They're very more environmentally friendly. Um, they uh, really care about the earth, the environment. And that all play, comes into play mm-hmm. here. They don't uh, use petroleum anymore. That's like a very old-fashioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they have uh, hydrogen-powered vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, and when the main character comes into our world, he can't believe how much in the wrong direction we've gone. Like, yes. When he finds out there's been two world wars, he's like, that's just incredible and horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it kind of provides this contrast, you know, yeah. because we're, we're kind of so jaded by our own world because we live here. Yeah. Like the, the things we've been through. But to a whole different foreigner, this alien from another universe coming here, it, it would be just really astounding everything he sees. Yeah, and it's, that's, yeah. that's an interesting moment you yeah. brought up in the book because it it reminded me that maybe he thought, you know, how messed up the world was. But on the other end, 
someone going right. to their world. The grass is always greener yeah, on the other side. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And mm-hmm. one of the mediums in there actually mentions that. Correct? I think so. I think maybe you're you're going into an area where I don't even remember <laughs> now. <laughs> well, like too, I said, it's been it's been a while yeah, since I've been well, into the book. So uh, yeah, well, there's I, a, I, don't, I don't think this is going to give too much. Are you, are you talk, talking about Madame Bach? Yeah, Bach. Yeah, yeah. she is pr- pretty much my favorite character, yeah, even she, though she's more of a side character. She's not one of the main characters, yeah, I yeah. would say. But um, I would say yeah, she's one of my favorite characters as well. Yeah, yeah, I really put a lot into her. She is a a, a mystic, a witch, a psychic. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she can uh, use her mind to uh, mentally project other universes, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, she she has a lot of wisdom, and she's a, a descendant of the witches. Uh, like I said, this is a different timeline where none of a lot of, or at least a lot of the bad stuff that happened here didn't happen. So there were no witch trials mm-hmm. or witch burnings. And so they're still kind of respected in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the main religions are still pagan. So um, Christians are kind of a minority religion yeah, yeah. in this world. And um, yeah, it, it's kind of tragic when she finds out that in our world, her ancestor was burned at the stake. So she never even would exist. Mm-hmm. So I was going <laughs> to mention <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Under downer. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, that there was that one the one part yeah, and this will make you read the book right? yeah when she was being <laughs> yeah there's a part where she was being held captive because she mm-hmm. could visualize what was going on in this right in current day of our world yeah. and there and she was getting thrown around getting interrogated mm-hmm. interrogated right. by all these powerful people and i think it was uh chang yeah the, the prime minister he would be considered the villain of yeah, the that, story yeah yes and she mentions I think that to him, saying just because, you know, this world is this way, the other world has its problems as well. Right. right. You know, and vice versa. It's all a matter of perspective. Yeah, perspective. Yeah. That's really what multiple universe theory is about. It's, it's about different perspectives. Yeah. It's about uh, different choices that people make that lead to a, a whole other set of different choices. Yeah. So. But wherever there's a good choice, there's going to be the opposite reaction right. to it as well. <laughs> so, yeah. But there are there was really some good moments actually with that character, um, Madame Bach or Madame Bach. Ma- Madame yeah. Bach. Mm-hmm. It was uh, I'm just gonna say it real quick, but mm-hmm. it was when she because she she's one that goes into the yeah she does universe. briefly she's in the other universe and in ours and there's a moment when she's just with one of the characters. Um, Felicia, I don't think that's going to give too much away. No. <laughs> but uh, uh, Felicia, um, that character, well, but her name was... But she has a parallel, yeah. yeah uh, Dr. Not, not, Dr. Brandon. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Brandon. When she was right. talking mm-hmm. to Dr. Brandon, Felicia's mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Uh, she mentioned that you must go find so-and-so. That'll be your answer. That'll be your quest after right. she was about to leave. Mm-hmm. And I felt that was... I don't want to give too much away, but that was a very, uh, for me, that was a touching moment. I think you, yeah, uh, you really uh, struck that, a chord there. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah that, that was. <laughs> it, it evoked, I'm so glad it evoked some feeling. Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah. <laughs> because she was, you know, she was partying. She had to go back to her mm-hmm. world. And um, there was this kind of confusion with uh, Dr. Brandon. She didn't know what was going on. And her, her everything she known before was actually coming true right right um but yeah we have to delve more deep into 
all that because in her world she is kind of doing the looking glass theory yeah and, and, she's, and modern... she's in charge of a project uh mm-hmm. involving subatomic particles mm-hmm. and uh yeah dr brandon has an accident in her lab uh, which causes the both worlds to cross and uh that really provokes all the actions that take place in the book from mm-hmm. the very beginning uh it's kind of a mystery uh, we don't know why this is uh, all these uh, paranormal events are happening in the beginning um, but you do find out uh, much later it's all revealed in what's exactly is causing this. Mm-hmm. Um, my question is, if you want to answer it or not, mm-hmm. when this gets discovered in, um, what would you want to call it? Like Scandia in Vinland. What, is, what would you call that? What would you call that world? Uh, that world. Oh, well, they call their planet Terra. Okay, so in the planetarium world. Yeah. What I didn't understand was once they found out this information, all these powerful people, mm-hmm. uh, they wanted to get to the bottom of it. I mean, have you ever thought about, did you think about like what, how would people react if something like this was real? Yeah, and, and I, I, I do think about that often. And, um, um, I, I think everybody would react differently. Hmm. I think those who are not very uh, open-minded to such things, those who have a very rigid perception of what their reality is, those are the people who would probably freak out, uh, not be very accepting of that. Um, those who are more open-minded, they would find it to be a wonderful thing uh, that, uh, that there is more to their reality than just the humdrum world which, in which they live. Hmm. But as more evidence came out that this was becoming, you know, it's true, mm-hmm. these powerful people wanted, I didn't really understand, they wanted more power. Yeah. But I don't well, know how they would gain more power if they didn't know how to access this other. This is what they're trying to find out. Yeah. This, is, this is part of the interrogations of Madame Bach. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to find out their advantage. You know how powerful people work in this yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they, exactly. they're, they're always trying to look for an advantage and look for uh, something better for themselves. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's that's really uh, behind the villain's ideas. And he, uh, I, I don't know if it's giving too much away to find that uh, he is actually, when he learns that there is there are nuclear weapons on this yeah. world, which they don't have on their world. Yeah. They decided for the best that that kind of technology is has no place in their world. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he knows that that will give him more power, and so he wants to try and find a way to bring that into his world. So how did you find out about, like, obviously you have a pretty amazing ma- imagination, but what was the process of creating all of this? I know you said you had the short story you you had. Yeah. But well, like th- I yeah, like I said, I've been uh, uh, think about this a lot. A fan of <laughs> of multiple universes, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, parallel universe theory for a long time. A long time ago, I had read a book by a physicist about parallel universes and how uh, that theory was developed from the beginning, and found it really fascinating. And so I use a lot of that knowledge in this book about uh, about atomic theories and uh, laboratory procedures, and um, I don't know, what more can I add to that? <laughs> well, you mean, I'm talk- like, so the physicist, they, was it just always a theory, or did he, that physicist Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's no proof to <laughs> I know, it. It's really wa- hard to <laughs> develop proof no, that's what I was like wondering that. if yeah. this physicist you were listening to said, yes, th- this theory is real. 
I, I yeah. don't think any physicist has said that it's no. real, but yeah. that it, it, it is a possibility. Uh, they yeah. all say possibility. Yeah. It, okay. it's all, well, that's what it's all involved with is about probabilities. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know if you know the famous experiment, the, the slit experiment. No, no. Uh, yeah, that, that was the original experiment. I think it was in the 1950s mm -hmm. where um, they were uh, trying to aim a particle through um, to find out uh, the trajectory of a particle and found when it came to the slit, uh, it kind of split. Mm -hmm. And it, it hit the other side as both a particle and a wave. I'm probably butchering that, but hmm. that's the basic. Basically, it was such a mystifying phenomenon that they they uh, they came to the conclusion that um, it was such a mystifying phenomenon that they came to the conclusion that uh, the uh, particle exists in two places at the same time, and, and so they came up with this whole theory that uh, it could be many different realities. I mean, that particle had made a choice, but uh, through this experiment, somehow they saw that it had it did both at the same time. Mm. So, and then the experiment never processed more like in more in depth or more thorough, like the next step. I don't even remember that. <laughs> I'm just I don't. Yeah, I. I we're going to try some mouse <laughs> mice. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's also it's uh, very much like uh, I think it was uh, Heisenberg. No, not Heisenberg. It was um, uh, Schrodinger. You know, you've heard of Schrodinger's cat. No. No. <laughs> yeah. He he had a, a thought experiment that was very like that also, where um, if you if you're not looking if there's a cat in a box. It's both alive and dead at the same time until you actually open the box and see what state it's in. It exists in this uh, intangible state. Mm. It's you're looking at it, you're thinking about it, uh, which uh, decides uh, what reality you're going to see next. And, and I really go into that, I, I think, in pretty good depth in, in the novel about how it's all about your mind. Uh, reality is not as concrete as we think it is. Yeah, because I think... It was, you know, um, people were being transported to the other parallel universe when mm -hmm. their body was still in the other universe. Right. Yeah. It's yeah because that body belongs to this universe, but not everyone. Mm -hmm. Some mm -hmm. Lars, some can Lars, exist um, longer than others. Yeah, and yeah. Lars, <laughs> the main character of it. Yeah. He went into a portal and right. tele kind right. of teleported mm -hmm. into this. Yeah, another universe. So yeah, we don't want to go too much into the. Uh, well, I mean, you, you ever... know, to the properties that make this real because <laughs> it is a fantasy, <laughs> you know, and, and there's it, so though? much. Yeah, there, there's just so much to this world is reality that we still don't know about. Mm -hmm. So uh, maybe these things happen, and we we still need to discover mm. how exactly the the process works. Are that, you searching for these portals? <sighs> Not actively, <laughs> Not <no. active. laughs> but um, has there any? Have you I, heard of anybody being like, "Oh, I went to a parallel universe"? You know how like some people say I've, they've. I've been read, at, yeah, I've done a lot of reading about that. There's a, there's a lot of subjects. Of, a, a lot of yeah, there is a famous one. I I just recently re, uh, re read about it, or I think I saw it in a YouTube video. There's this woman in Spain who woke up one morning and found that her reality had completely changed mm -hmm. from what what she thought it was. Okay. So you might say she's crazy. Yeah. 
That's but the first thing that goes kind of me. rings true to me, though. She it was so um, so elaborate mm-hmm. and, and so believable, and uh, I I do believe that when we sleep, our minds exist in a non-material state. I mean, mm-hmm. they're I think they exist between universes, so there could be something accidental that happens where one of our personalities from another universe gets bumped aside, and when you mm-hmm. wake up, you're in another universe. Yeah. Possible, yes. Yeah, which but, means that there's a lady from our universe that's suffering in some other dimension. No. Yes, and maybe yeah. they're not suffering in this dimension. Yeah. But well, whatever they did in that dimension, <laughs> they deserve to be suffering. Yeah, well, well the, the, the one part of that story that I, I found sad is that she found when she woke up that uh, she was still living with her ex. They hadn't broken up. And that she, she didn't like that? <laughs> she did. No. <laughs> she was with a different... How was long a, was she She was with a world? different guy. And now suddenly that guy's gone and she's still together with her ex. How long was she in that world? Well, her whole life until then. No, no. Oh, I thought we were still talking about the woman in Spain. Yeah, that's what I'm talking her about. Her whole yeah. life? Well, she ha- she can't she go n- back. <laughs> she, can't, she can't go back. I'm confused now. <laughs> so she woke up. Yeah, she woke this- up and she says she's that this world is not hers. Oh, that, so she's in the, what she's t- saying now is the world that she's not from. Yeah, she says she's not from this world. Hmm. Because, uh, yeah, she, she, she said that, that all, she's living with a man that's supposed to be her ex. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, everybody else thinks that she's kind of crazy. So every the day before this happened, she mm-hmm. was perfectly normal. Right, yeah. And she explains that too. Yeah. And no one else. Yeah, and that may not be the woman. I mean, the the mind that's now occupying this woman's body may not be the same. Mm. Interesting. It's another version of her. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Well, there's a lot of um, also. Um, if you go to the spiritual <clears throat> route, route mm-hmm. where when you medit deep, get into really really deep meditation, active meditation you can access these parallel universes as well. Exactly, yeah. Um, that's, that's all about spirit and mind yeah, spirit also. Spirit and mind, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, if you can elevate beyond the material. Tenth dimension, eleventh dimension. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, I go I into a lot of that too. There's a, a, a good dose of spirituality in this book involving um, Native Americans. Hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, well, uh, yeah. 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 The name, yeah, the, the scrawling, <laughs> scrawling, scrawling. Yeah, scrawling. we don't, we don't. If it's if it's too hard to pronounce that, we don't. <laughs> but how, you like these words, scrawling mm-hmm. and um, Vinland territories. This is all based on history, though. This is uh, Vinland is uh, what uh, I'm. I'm not sure if it's Vinland or Vineland, but uh, that that is the name that uh, the Vikings who settled in the 10th century what they gave okay. to this country. And scrawling. Yeah, that's what they call the natives too. Okay. Interesting. You said there you, there is you a, a, a re- sort of romantic aspect to it too between Doctor Hjallstrom and Felicia. Yeah. Well, uh, the book has a I would say has all its elements. You have the protagonist antagonist. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This the, the, build the up, events the that take place in yeah. this in this book uh, caused this, these two who were antagonists who uh, didn't get along and their marriage broke up to uh, experience this adventure together and it brings them back together. Mm-hmm. 
and then you also see who they are in the other world as well. And that's exactly very that's yeah eye opening for one of the characters. It is because this uh, one of the themes of this book is all about choice, the choices mm-hmm. we make, and how they could lead to totally different destinies. And they could be happy if they hadn't uh, done whatever they do in this world. Mm-hmm. I think about that all the time too. If I had done things differently, I would be a totally different person too. Mm-hmm. Well, we all would be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> there. I mean, there's people that you know they live. You know, like they say, no regrets. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you should live life like that. You know, and whatever, because you don't know what tomorrow may be and you don't know what right. decision mm-hmm. you have to make it a pretty serious decision in your life. Mm-hmm. You, you don't know what that's going to come about. I mean, we, that's one thing we don't know is the future. We only know now. Right. But hopefully the choices we do make, we can look back as when we're older that they were like, Oh, that was a great learning yeah. lesson. Right. <laughs> so exactly. But yeah. the characters in here, you know, it took them to go into a parallel universe to realize that in a way, you know? Right, yeah. You know, they would have never been eye, more eye-opening for them unless nothing would have changed. But it took Probably, this, yeah. But then again, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know, yeah. Yeah. Did it again? Go again. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's, that's, would you say, the more, the deeper meaning of the book, of choice, yeah, exactly. I, I think that uh, kind of theme comes out in a lot of parallel universe stories that mm-hmm. you um, that you see out there in the media these days. Mm-hmm. And, um, a lot of um, shows I like to watch. Uh, I don't know, back in the 90s, they had uh, one called Sliders mm-hmm. uh, that was had a more comedic aspect to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was also about going through portals into other universes, other timelines where things were, were different. And... Um, more currently, they had uh, The Man in the High Castle um, that was a series based on uh, a 1960s book where, uh, where the Nazis won World War II. Mm. And you get to see what type of world arises from their choices. And they also get to travel into our world and see how things could have been better. It's interesting. I mean, it definitely makes you think about that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, um, we, well, uh, I, I think this should encourage people too to fight for a world that is more like their world, yeah. that that doesn't have a lot of the the bad stuff we associate people. Uh, that is that is more uh, in line with the planet. You know, that that doesn't have this structural racism that mm-hmm. uh, and this legacy of colonialism. And um, I mean, they they still have colonies. I mean, they still have bad stuff. They they had a colonial pass through uh, mm. Scandinavia because that became the world yeah. power, um, but their their values were overall more were healthier. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you don't doesn't delve into every little no 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 section. <laughs> so there could be some sections of this world. Absolutely, I mean, <laughs> there there is a villain that's that comes nice. out of our world. Yeah, the, the powerful people yeah. are still powerful people. <laughs> yeah, there's people dominating yeah. the world still, making yeah, choices exactly. for other people. Right. So not every, you know, we, I mean, it doesn't go in I'm depth just saying, like that. Yeah, I'm just saying overall. I know, I'm just saying that, but. It's, it's, yeah, it's more, it, it created a world that's better for its people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had f- flying dragons. 
Well, they're not real dragons. <laughs> I know. That's just yeah. I know. <laughs> they look like dragons. <laughs> they they do. They they wanted to uh, hark back to their uh, you know mythical past yeah. and the Nordic Viking past, uh, and uh, so that when they invent, they do invent something close to an airplane. They like to design it as a dragon. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if it's there, aerodynamic, parts. but. <laughs> It is. It's, it's supersonic. In that, in that, yeah. in that world, yes. <laughs> yes, they have it is supersonic. They have yeah. way better technology. They do. That That is another point I like to bring up, yeah. is that uh, they do have way better technology. They have alien technology. Do. They, yeah. Though that's kept secret, just as it is in our world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah there is a, a little cross. I won't go into that. No, no, no. That's no, more just, of a spoiler. But uh, yeah. yeah but at the same time, their, their manners, their fashions are more old-fashioned. Yeah, yeah they, they they are much more oriented toward uh, their past. Yeah, and their it seems history. boring. It seems boring. Yeah, their, <laughs> their lives are boring. <laughs> <It's>, okay, <laughs> when things are perfect, okay. it's boring. But they're not perfect. <laughs> I know they're not perfect. No, 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 as you discover, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, not, yeah. they're not perfect. They might want to believe that their life is yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Is do you think there's you're going to write another one of these? Well, or, I, I actually did start on a sequel to this one, mm-hmm. uh, but unfortunately, I got a severe case of writing block, and so uh, mm-hmm. it never got past a few pages. Oh, so you're not but writing it now? No, I'm not writing it now, but it's on the back burner, and I hope that I can get back to it someday. Right. There, there is, yeah. This one is about uh, some of the characters from from this one are gonna are, are gonna appear. Uh, in this next one, but it is it centers more on a world that developed more to be like a, a Dungeons and Dragons, the World of Warcraft type of world, where it actually has other races that are similar to elves and dwarves and other magical beings. And that's what you're thinking of right now. Like that's yeah, that, I did start writing that. But, uh, yeah, the premise there is that uh, after the asteroid killed off the dinosaurs, another asteroid came almost directly after that. And it, uh, it caused the evolution of mammals to go in a totally different direction. So it kind of split off and became uh, some were humans and others became more humanoid. So they're more like the elves and dwarves and all these other uh, what we consider mythical creatures. Mm. And this is the sequel to... That's going to be the sequel, there. yeah. Mm. Seems so like look out for that like one. It seems like a huge <laughs> curveball. It, it might, but it's it's just another world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you could do, yeah. talk about any they, world. They are going to interact with yeah. uh, characters from this mm-hmm. other world. And this one came out a few years ago, correct? Yeah, I think it uh, came out in 2017. All right. And do you see, because you have, we didn't, we're not really getting into it, but you have a film background as well. Yeah. You don't see yourself writing a script. I, I do adapt, have several scripts. I, well, adapting this. Yeah, uh, I do have ideas for that, but mm. it is kind of overwhelming. Mm. <laughs> it is kind of a, a complex story. So, um, well, that's I, what I visualize. Yeah. I visualize because you invo- the, Yeah, because it is I so complex, that, yeah. and that's what probably trans- my film background uh, came out into a lot of the description yeah. of uh, how the story is developed. Because, um, as you know, like. <laughs> The more descriptive books translate quite well mm-hmm. on screen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I could, people that I could read the book are always yeah. usually disappointed because it, you know, it it's so hard to replicate a, a novel or right. not because it's too <laughs> it's too descriptive in a way. It is. Uh, yeah, I think I I just haven't gone full on into that route because uh, 
films are much more difficult to make. <laughs> and to a book, you just need to sit down and write. <laughs> yeah, but the script is... Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm saying I could get before, before the sequel. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> could happen. <laughs> I, like I told you this <laughs> off the air, I was like, this could have been like a trilogy. Definitely. Yeah, I could or see that. Or one of these, yeah. um, you know, three kind of short books. I like yeah. some of these. Um, it, it is. Because, I think it's, it's, it's a three-parter. Yeah, it is. Three-parter. Yeah, yeah. It, goes, it goes first into the this world, the, the Nordic world, and then in, into our world where you learn a lot more about what's going on. And then it all kind of culminates and comes together in part three. You did add the racist American hick. Yes, that was a counterpoint to. It was more of an amusing scene. I would call it more of a comic relief type scene. Yeah, uh, I get you with the direction yeah. you were going with it, but because you, you this, chose is the, like this is definitely the type of person that would be a rarity in yeah. in in Doctor Hellstrom's universe. Yes, yeah. you pick something more on the extreme end. Exactly. I wanted to show a counterpoint. Yeah, this is like a, a you know you're very right-wing, racist, homophobic type of person. Mm. And none of those things uh, are really relevant in, in the other yeah, universe. He's, so he's, he's like not, some. he is just overwhelmed that people are, take that kind of, those kind of prejudices seriously. He like said something, the homosexuals don't do this in this world or something, he said. Right, so, yeah. He was just like, yeah. he was like shocked. Yeah. So there's, there's some comedy. There is a bit, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you little slide a little it, bit. It, it does get very serious, uh, of course. Um, yeah. But I, I thought there should be some lighter moments too. Yeah, there's some violence. There, yeah, there is a lot of violence too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the violence in our world. In our world, yeah. Caused by someone from the other world. Mm-hmm. So it isn't so pretty after all. No, I never said it was 100 pretty. <laughs> I, know, I know, but. The yeah. people coming there, you know, I'm just joking. It's the okay. people from there are perfect. I, I think a lot of people in any world think that they're perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Until they two colors show, no matter what universe you're from, in different situations, right? Right. And when Well, that- this this I think this just goes back to what I was saying that um since it's all a matter of choice. There would be an infinite number of universes for an infinite number of choices. So pretty much anything you could imagine, there would be a universe where that that is real. You can imagine a world that's perfectly at peace, but there's never been a war. There probably would be then a universe like that. I mean, it's hard for us to imagine. Um, there, there could be a universe where humans never evolved. Mm-hmm. So, Anything you can imagine, there, there, that would be a physical reality somewhere. Yeah, and it's again, it's about perception, mm-hmm. because, you know, that's a question that goes out a lot. Like, what do you think of a perfect world? What would life be like? But it, it is hard to fathom because there is no such thing as a perfect world. You know, I mean. No matter what right. universe yeah. you're in. Yeah, perfection is just an idea. Yeah, idea. Mm-hmm. And it's, in a way, impossible to achieve. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, I was just trying to show a world that is 
a bit better than Onyx. Yes. You want to know about the cover? Oh, the cover. The cover, yeah, that's pretty iconic. The tree. The tree. Yeah, the tree uh, is a pretty special tree that um, exists in multiple worlds. Mm -hmm. It's in the same place in different worlds. And uh, it is an oak tree, which is sacred to the ancient Scandinavians. Mm -hmm. And we find out that 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 is very relevant to what's going on here because it may have some kind of uh, supernatural properties to it that allows you to traverse through other dimensions as well. Um, and there's some of the aurora borealis, which is uh, the electromagnetic properties also um, are relevant to that, about skipping between dimensions. And um, and the chairs, there's 13 chairs, which belong to uh, this otherworldly race. That will be in like the, the sequel. Aliens. Yeah, they'll, they'll definitely <laughs> be in the sequel, yeah. Oh, so there's aliens. Yeah. So you, yeah, there are aliens in the books too. Yeah, I should, maybe I should mention. Yeah, but yeah, there's a there's, there's they, a lot of otherworldly elements in this book. Well, there's there's stargates, there's portals, there's aliens. Uh, it all comes together into the story. All righty, Mario. So, what would if you're selling this book? If you were going to tell someone you wanted to get this out there and have them read it, how how would you present this to them? I would say if you're into a really out there adventure, uh, you like to stretch your imagination, imagine how things could be in many different timelines, um, this would be the type of uh, story you would really enjoy. Alrighty. <laughs> Looking Glass Theory by Mario R. Coelho. You can get it in Amazon. Yeah, just look it up on Amazon. Anywhere. Uh, I would say uh, type it in the search bar. It also include my name. Otherwise, you're going to get a bunch of yeah. Lewis Carroll books. <laughs> and it's just you can just get it on Amazon or anywhere else. Uh, so far, it's just on Amazon. Okay. Yeah, I think there may be a few libraries that have it, uh, but best bet is yeah, to go on try Amazon. Try to get in some schools. Yeah, you know, required reading. Definitely up the <laughs> vocabulary. That's very possible. Yeah. All right. <laughs> thank you for your time. All right. Thank you, Z. All right. Tasty Tuesdays! Thanking you for your time this time. Until next time, we'll see you again next week, same time, same channel.